Hello everyone, it's Jerry at The Fledge and welcome to another episode of Every Damn Day. Today is episode 297. It's uh, July 5th, 2021. I'm sitting here in front of James Bignall's uh, painting. want to do a shout out to the resource, uh, the Returning Citizen Resource Fair that uh, Power and Passion and The Fledge and Nation Outside and even our guests today are putting on today. So uh, shout out to the Fledge Foundation too. A bigger brain is a better world. So the more we work together, the more we collaborate, the bigger our brain gets, the smarter we are, the faster we are at solving problems and the new and the uh, uh, better we are at uh, working together. I just saw I messed up Luanda's name. I'm going to fix that before we get too far into this. And also another shout out to Mr. Joe Walker, the champ, and this ENT.com for writing up little summaries about the show. I think you should write this one up uh, next, my man, because we've got Miss Lawanda today. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? It's hot outside, isn't it? It's very hot outside. You're standing in, on top of fryers all day yes. too, right? Yes, fryers and a grill, and it is very warm. It yeah. is. It is. Um, so uh, let's let's jump into you. Tell us uh, tell us about you, like where you were born and raised, where you went to school, anything you want to talk about. Okay. Well, I was born in Chicago, Illinois, and I was raised between Chicago and Flint, Michigan. I became incarcerated at seventeen from Flint, Michigan, in which I lived for 35 years at Ypsilanti um, prison, state prison in Michigan. And I've been home for about a year and I'm working on the child hall, trying to get it up and operational. So uh, let's, uh, yeah, I know we wanna talk a lot about returning citizens mm -hmm. and how we can help, Absolutely. but let's talk about the child hall for just a little bit though. Okay. Um, Tell us about that. Tell us the story, if you would. Well, the child hall is from learning in prison how to cook. And when you go to your locker, which is where we store everything in prison, when you go to your locker and you look in the locker and you see what you have, you got you have a half a cup of cheese and a tortilla shell and some sauce. So what is that going to make? You're going to make something out of it or you're going to starve. So it's about taking what you have and turning it into something. And that's how we survive inside. And since I was incarcerated for 34 years, there was a lot of survival in that in 34 years. A lot of making up a lot of stuff. So I've done cookbooks and things like that. And I brought that out here with me 
to try to institute it out here and make it work and take what I know from in there and add like fresh ingredients because there you don't get the fresh ingredients and um, everything comes in a bag and it's salty and, you know, pre-packaged and everything. So I'm using what they, what we did there out here. And I think it's such an awesome concept. And I love that. I can't exactly remember exactly how you said it, but the theme of taking what you have and mm -hmm. making, making what you work. can. Yes. Playing that card. Right. Yes. You have to make it work. So uh, I know guys uh, make cards and sell mm -hmm. the cards so that, I'm you know, grand. Valentine's. I'm or um, you Did you do the same with cookbooks? Yeah, actually, I did, but the first time that I made the cookbook, I made it for the compound for the institution, and I gave it away. So um, during the Christmas holiday, I made um, like maybe 900 cookbooks and gave them away, and that was like the start of keeping all of the recipes and things that we make, because one thing about prison is everything's changing. It's, it's a constant change. We do have a commissary in which we can get stuff, but you never know what you're gonna get. And it changes often. So you have to be able to keep up with that. Yeah, I was, uh, I was talking to a guy who was in solitary confinement and he talks about the last meal coming at four o'clock and him trying to sneak things mm -hmm. so he could have a meal, mm -hmm. like a midnight snack or whatever. Crotchet. What's it? Crotchet. Crotchet. <laughs> you just take a little something, put it, crotchet. Yeah, yeah. crotchet. Take it on out there. So you. is the, and so the commentary fills that gap for people that aren't in solitary confinement at some level, right? If you can afford, I yeah. mean, because. The commissary, they're allowed like approximately 100, 120 or something to shop. Everybody can't afford so uh, $120, you know, to shop every two weeks. You know, actually, that's a lot of money for it, but you have to be mindful that you're purchasing all of your needs and everyone doesn't always have those needs. You can't, some people rely on their work pay, which is the pay that the state gives you. And it's between 12 and $24 a month. So you never know. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of people, no, well, probably not a lot of people get deposits from the outside. Is that allowed too? Yes, that is. They they are family and friends. And if y'all have somebody in fr in prison, y'all know, shoot them a couple dollars and let them know. You know, you're thinking about them. Don't be. Don't forget them. Yeah. So, um, but you're allowed to. Um, they're allowed to send money orders and and secure packages is what they call them now. They're allowed to send those, okay. but they don't come that often. And one of the main things when you have a big bit is your family starts out with a little support in the beginning. You, you know, you have support, you're getting maybe, you know, a few dollars and then it goes from a few dollars to less than a few dollars here and there to nothing. 
So, you know, it dwindles off and a lot of people are really supporting their sales in prison. Yeah. So did that dwindle off for you? Absolutely. 34 years. It was holding me down other than me. I, I was so happy. Uh, that's exactly what I wanted to yes, talk about yes. is what you jumped into. Yes. If you do have family there, give them something. They're going to come out, right? Yeah. I mean, eventually, hopefully. Yes, absolutely. And give that support and that love that way. No more tough love with each yes, other. Yes. Um, I, I always say that if you go to prison, there are only two things that can happen. One, you're either going to die in prison or two, you're going to get out. And if you're going to die in prison, we would like to support that person and see that they not pass away on their own, you know, alone. That's yeah. that's a hard feeling. And if you're going to get out, then they'll be back. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, brother, I meant to send you. I, oh, yeah, I forgot. I lost your number. I Yeah. Oh, where you been? Okay. Cut it out. Y'all know where the people at. I was talking to a guy that up in here. Go ahead. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> talking into a guy uh, who did 17 years on Friday, and he talked about you know when he got out, people saying, "Oh, I can get you a job. I can do this mm -hmm. for you," and then you don't hear from him for a month. Uh, how how can we support people when they get out? How can we do better? Like even just me, who maybe it's not a family member, just somebody random, like. Well, first of all, don't make promises that you, I'm not going to say that you know you can't keep because sometimes you have intention, but um, yeah, the, the path to hell is paved with good intention. <laughs> so we, we're not going to talk about that. What they need when they're returning is support and honesty. And whatever it is you can do, do that. Just do that. Don't make a whole bunch of promises about what you will do, what you can do. Just do what you can do. And every little bit, every little bit, bit helps. It sounds like small and simple baby steps yes, absolutely. are a lot better than absolutely. grand visions that never, that, that just yeah, end up disappointing. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, so when... When you got out, what did people trust you? Or did you trust people? What was trust um, like when you got out? Ooh, ooh, okay, you're going all deep all off <laughs> into that. Um, well, this is my opinion that people incarcerated, we have issues. Anybody that's been incarcerated, everybody suffers through different things. So we all have issues. And actually, trust is one of my issues because people will say, oh, I got you on this. I got you on that. And it never comes to be what it's supposed to be. So when I came home, I have over time developed a very strong support system, but it was not easy on the way out. I got out, I went to Detroit, Michigan. I'm all shiny. 
I went to Detroit, Michigan, and um, I had never been to Detroit. I couldn't find housing. No one would rent to me because I didn't have any type of history. I had no identification, no credit history, no job history. I had absolutely nothing. So I couldn't find any place to live. So they found some place for me to live in um, Ypsilanti and I moved there and things have been a lot better. I've been moving forward. But the main thing is we all have to trust someone. We, you're going to have to trust someone because I was, I was like, I'm not going back to no Ypsilanti because that's where the women's prison is at. I, I was there for 34 years. I don't want to go back to no Ypsilanti. I ain't going back. We can't. I, I'm going up north somewhere. I'm not going to no Ypsilanti. But I went to Ypsilanti and that was uh, most definitely the best move for me. And actually in that in that move it helped me to more so listen to you know spiritually to to my god that he's ordering my steps and he's going to make sure i get to where i need to be so i i try to step back sometimes i'm like hey I, hey i won't do that i i ain't feeling that and he's like, I got you. I got you. Just, you know, let me. You want to tell us about the group you're working with for starting your food truck? Actually, it's a collaboration. So that's all groups. I do. Yeah, that's all I do now is collaborations because we all need to support each other. But um, one of my main ones is Youth Justice Fund. Hey, they're my people. <laughs> so um, Youth Justice Fund, and they are a nonprofit organization based in uh, Ypsilanti and they work with juvenile offenders. So, um, and they're my babies. I love Youth Justice Fund. And then we have A Brighter Way and it's headed with um, Cozine Welch and they also help returning citizens when they come back, you know, to for, with guidance and everything. Cozine, that's my boo. So that's my bro. And um, so then there is Natalie Holbrook and Demetrius Titus at, um, I don't never get this right. And I work there and I never, ever get this is right. No, it's oh. not the farm. We ain't got to the <laughs> farm yet. Leave the farm alone. We're going to skip. We're going to skip Natalie. And uh, it's the Quakers. Oh, my God. I know this. I work there. Huh? Yeah, we'll go back to that because yeah, I, I, I got you, Natalie, as soon as I remember it. Um, but then I am an intern at, um, a farm We the people opportunity farm. All these things are based in Ypsilanti, except for Natalie's place, which whose name I can't think of. Don't kill me, Natalie. But, um, that is a national organization. So those are them, them my people. All right. Yeah. And, uh, would you mind telling us what you're making today and oh, why? Today? Yeah. Well, today um, on the Child Hall's menu, we have a lunch that offers a chicken and bacon sandwich. Of course, you can have the bacon removed or you can get the the soy or the chicken. Uh, what is that? Like the vegetarian The vegetarian, chicken. yeah, because y'all know I eat meat. Uh, so... <laughs> 
You can get the little vegetarian char. I'm mad at y'all. Don't, don't think I'm mad. So, yeah, you can get the vegetarian sandwich and two potato balls with the fudge and a drink. And the sandwich, the way it came to be is because in prison for a period of time, we were not allowed bread because bread has yeast in it and we make hooch. And if y'all don't know what hooch is, hooch is alcohol, it's fermented. And we, we be making up the hooch. So outside of the kitchen, they don't allow you bread. So we still wanted sandwiches. So we came up with something to substitute for the bread, which is the ramen noodle. So we use the ramen noodle to make the bread. Yeah. So it's noodle bread. It's uh, yeah. and it's good. I had it yesterday. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I tell you, the the fried potatoes are <laughs> the best. Yes, them uh, potato balls. Because in prison, you know, we don't get anything fresh. So you take the chips and you know the mashed potatoes, and you make it do what it do. You convert the chips back into the potatoes and make the potato balls. Yeah. So that's what we do. I I think this is fascinating and inspirational. Um, I've had the pleasure of hanging out with you for yes. the last three yes. days, and I love it. I, I love having you here because you've got such a great vibe about you. Thank you very much. And uh, I just feel good around you. Like oh. I, I think you said you felt immediately yes, welcomed. Ab absolutely in and, this space. And I felt immediately yes. inspired by you. Well, um, thank you. I appreciate so I trust you. Yes, I'll tell you I that. Make sure because. Uh, uh, <laughs> Well, you've been feeding a lot of people this yes, weekend. Yes, absolutely. And so. I'm, yeah, and that's important so. to, you know, it's important. I'm learning a lot because I like to learn wherever I go. So I'm learning a lot and, you know, I'm checking out things around me and the other uh, booths and things that they have going on out there. And it's a good vibe here. I, right. you know, that's my, like my Piscinian nature. I pick <laughs> up on that. Yeah, I got it. Did you ever look at the fish? Yes, okay. the koi. Uh, yeah. I seen them fish over there. <laughs> that's my fish. Y'all know that's my koi. Koi. Uh-huh. Pisces. So what's your mission? What you trying to do for returning citizens? Well, the main goal of the truck is not simply an entrepreneur endeavor. It is to one be able to employ returning citizens and institute a program that is partnered with nonprofit other nonprofit organizations for the things that we need when we're returning so that at the end of the program they will be able to franchise and move on and each one teach one so we can be able to continue this and carry on i love it each yes. one teach each one. one teach one that'll definitely be one of the tags yes. i believe i got that from tupac but i heard oprah say it too but i think oprah said it after i started saying it so i don't know yeah oprah yeah. got it from you you got it from tupac yeah so. <laughs> um what's i think up? that's how it went What's something you do every damn day to push your mission forward? I now, to be honest, and I was thinking about this yesterday, is this is a lot of work. This is a lot of work. 
and with the support that I have, I could just get a job and make make my money and go ahead on about my business, live my life. But this is important to me because it's not, like I said, it's not about the money. It's about the reach back and us moving forward because people look at us as if we are all about that worst day of our life, that day that whatever happened, happened, and we became incarcerated. And they don't trust us. They, because they're, they're, they're leery. They're leery. We're criminals, you know, and they always like, oh, ex-felon, there's, that was, unfortunately, unfortunately, we're, we're not ex-felon. We, we, there's nothing X about us. As long as we've been labeled felon, we are a felon and we need to move past that. And, and that's my whole thing is trying to put out there that we're more than that. Okay. We may be that, but we're more than that. We're more than that. And we want to be able to re-enter and move forward. I, I never asked you this before, but I'm going to take a risk that it's okay to ask you. Okay. Were you a youth lifer? I was sentenced to 40 to 60 years. And at the time of my sentencing, which was 1986, I was 17. And um, life a life sentence, the way it's set up in law, is 20.6 years. So I actually had two life sentences. Mm. And I remember, huh? Ooh, I remember. Hmm. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I remember that the judge said, "I'm not going to give you life because you will get out too soon." And so he gave me what was equivalent to two life sentences. And does that answer your question? It does. Okay. All right. Um, because I want I want to do a little bit of a follow okay. on. Is it okay? Yes. Yes. Um, so while you were in, the Supreme Court said we cannot sentence the youth to life. We've got to no. uh, basically release them. And Absolutely. so you were kind of caught in this gray area. Always then, right? in the gray area. And, but don't, I mean, you're 17. Yeah. That's pretty young. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure when you were 17, you were pretty tough and you were hard mm -hmm. and you were, you know, didn't think you were still a, a child, but we shouldn't be sending this a child. I was, to I, because I was. And, People try to say that juvenile offenders use that as an excuse. And I mean, you of course don't have to take my word for it, but I've lived it, I've experienced it. And it's just like you said, at 17, you could not have told me I was not grown. And I was, I was living the life, I was out there. However, after looking back, I was not. I was a child. I was trying to make decisions that only 
adults need to make. I was, I, I had no idea. I was not fully developed. And they're putting children in prison 15. I was 17. And you couldn't have told me I wasn't grown and I didn't know it all. I knew how this was going to all play out. And it did not because I shouldn't have been making decisions, you know, like that. I was not grown and my mind wasn't developed. And so you have a 14, 15 year old. I know you can't possibly think that baby is grown. Right. You can't. You can't. I don't care what it is they did. They you. They right. weren't thinking right. So it's, 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 a, it's, uh, it's a space, you know, you, you, to try to get them before, you know, they get that. But once it has happened, they need the support that they need in order to come from up under that. Because, you know, we have is this, issues. Is this why you're so passionate about the Youth Justice Fund? Absolutely, because we we make mistakes. I'm I'm my passion is really for the returning citizen because they're, they're my people now. I mean, okay, I'm they are you like that yeah. name, the nation yeah. outside? Yes, yes, like yes. Name. I'm a part of that. I am a member of the nation outside, and um the returning citizens, and I I hate you know, when we be doing all kind of old weird, crazy stuff. And I'm like, oh Lord, they look, you know, they looking at us and here y'all go want to act up. But I know I've met some wonderful, fabulous people in prison, in prison. And I'm one of those wonderful, fabulous people. I know how I feel about me. So I just, you know, I just like to love on my people. I yeah. just want us to do right. And I want us to be given the opportunity to do right and, you know, move forward. Uh, our yard is filled with wonderful people. Yes, and at least there. half of yeah. them are and returning citizens. We need to be trying to get back to them. Let's all right, go. we're going to get back to them. Okay. So, no, right. no, what's your question? <laughs> I know you was finna have a question. Now, come on with that question. Don't oh, cut I, off. I was just saying there's a bunch of wonderful people out yes, there, right? okay. All right. Yeah. Don't be cutting it off. It's hot in here, though. She's, she's okay. a little boss. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> just, I mean, I am a boss. Just a little bit. But you, okay. you're keeping the ship yes, tight. Yes, yes, absolutely. You've been keeping the ship tight. Yes, I'm, I, I'm enjoying this. I I'm, want to get out of this hot vehicle. All right, we're going to get that. It's hot up in so here. So I daisy-chained okay. these shows together. Okay. Yesterday on the show was Tamakaya. You saw her. Yes, she was the yes, uh, MC like yesterday. Her. And her question to you is, what mm. are your goals to help the community? And I think you've kind of really stated mm. that already. But is yes. there something, do you want to employ 10 returning citizens by the end of next year? Do you want to have a food truck that by the end of this year, Ann Arbor Spark, by the way, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> we're coming at you for some money. <laughs> I um actually my goal is really not with the returning citizen or the truck. It's all together, but it's to be able to get some people that already have established businesses to be able to work with the child hall. Ah, nice. Yes, most definitely, because we most definitely we're going to need 
you know, I want to do, I want it to be communicative. So yeah. I want to be able to work with them. So sure. that would be my goal is to have people, you know, if, if this is what you're selling and we, you, even though I like Raymond noodles, but if y'all have some, you know, more, some better quality <laughs> yeah. noodles, I can work with that. So, yeah. So you want to buy or build a whole supply chain Yes. of returning like citizens. Yes, but we'll, I like we'll that. We'll change that to supply yeah, I was later. Just, yeah, yeah. I don't think that the suppliers, the people in the community have to be returning citizens because oh, everybody okay. can't be no returning citizen now. We can't. We, we need some, some straight-laced people <laughs> too now up in here. So Get someone to yeah, go to the we, bank Yes, for us, huh? absolutely. Because <laughs> the bank be looking at, okay, yeah. So we need some straight-laced folks. So um, and they already have their established business. We need for them to try to come and work with us so right. we can move forward All together. Right. That's good to know. Yes. So connections to different yes, people absolutely. that can help work with you and all yes. of that. So that would be my goal. Um, oh, I forgot to look who my guest is tomorrow. Okay. Uh, let's, let's look, see. let's look at it real quick. Okay. Um, cause I, if I don't know that I can't put it in the context, uh, one second. So my guest tomorrow Oh, is uh, Kathy Dunbar. And Kathy, Kathy Dunbar. Dunbar is uh, running for mayor of Lansing. Mm. So mm. she uh, she's mm. coming on tomorrow. Okay. And uh, what, what question would you like me to pass to Kathy? I would like to know her outlook on returning citizens. Yeah. I like that. Yes. And, you know, I always uh, reverse this question okay. um, to my guest, mm -hmm. but you've already answered that question. Yes. It's very clear. What, it's your people. Yes. Yes. So if you don't mind, I'm going to twist it just a little mm -hmm. bit. What's your outlook on the community that you came into coming out of prison? Because Ooh. as you might you know, have some things that you have to do for us, right? You got to mm. pay this debt and you got to be on probation or mm. parole or whatever. Mm. But we also have to contribute to that to make it easier for you. Mm. What's been your outlook on us? Are we, if you gave us an A through an E, what would our grade be at accepting and forgiving and doing the things that decent people should do? <laughs> well... <laughs> First of all, I am truly blessed. So my immediate support circle, they get an A off the top. They've nice. been holding me down. They've been holding me down. And secondly, if, if it's uh, the outreach is a little further, it's going to have to be a B. Because I, I've, I've only got, you know, a few hiccups here and there. But for the most part, everyone has been, you know, welcoming and supportive. And, and most definitely helpful. Most definitely helpful. So, you know, I get, I get a, a, a few every now and then with their issues. So, um yeah, most definitely a B. All right. Yes, Thank absolutely. You. So I'm going to try to bring that up to an A. I'm going to try to help. Okay. 
but I ain't making no promises yet because I got to make sure I got it. I mean, but you know what? Takes all kinds to make a world go round. Everybody can't be the same. So we we have to have something to strive not to be. So yeah, absolutely. Four words: happiness, sadness, joy, or hope. Which word or combination of words would you like to talk about? Happiness, sadness, joy, or hope. Let's go with hope. All right. Have you ever been or can humans even be in a spot where there is absolutely zero hope? I I could be wrong. This educationally or what what do they call it? What politic politically but I feel hope is a emotion. Mm-hmm. And so you can be in a space where you feel, it's a feeling, you feel like there is no hope. Yeah. However, as long as you're still standing, it's hope. And that is one thing that I always say, used to say on the inside is that is what gets you through. Because I hope tomorrow is going to be better than today. I hope that someone's going to shoot me a letter, send me a couple dollars. I hope that this letter I've been waiting on from the courts is coming through. Everything is hope. Everything is hope. And you don't want to miss out because I hope it happens tomorrow. So hope is what keeps people alive, period. What gives you hope? That someone... We'll see just one someone. Then I am not the mistake that I made and that I am doing everything I possibly can. Not necessarily to rectify, but to show that I am not that mistake. You're not that mistake. Yes. Yes. Thanks for being on the show. Yes. I love having you here. Thank you for having me. You're amazing. You've taught me a lot this week. And uh, I can't wait to keep getting to know you and watch you. (laughs) I I have a feeling you're going to be very successful. Oh, well, thank you very much. So there's another episode of Every Damn Day, Every Damn Day at 2. And we'll be on with Kathy Dunbar tomorrow. I think that's going to be a nice one. And uh, what would you like to take us out with? Every damn day. I've been wanting to say that. All day, every damn day. Okay. So that's we out. All right. Every, every damn, damn day, day y'all. <laughs>